0: in a row.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 120 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, this is the last time that, uh, well, that I'm going to be recording from here, and maybe the next couple of episodes we'll be recording in the same room. Possibly. It's definitely a possibility, because... I'm moving this week, which is why we're recording this early here on a Tuesday, a short week between the last episode, but we thought we'd get out an episode so, you know, we don't miss a week because if we... Haven't missed one yet. Haven't missed one yet. (laughs) Thank the good podcasting gods. It's been a short week, but I've been, I've been busy. I'm not sure about you, but I've been busy. I've been packing a lot of things, preparing Mm -hmm. to shove as... Much of my stuff as possible into my car. Have you ever imagined trying to pack everything you own into your car? No, I have not. Mm. I don't have much space in mind, definitely would not work. Yeah, I'm mm. thankfully I don't own a lot, but still, it's going to be a tight squeeze, especially with my tech like my consoles, my monitors, my PC, my cameras and all that stuff. Oh. It's going to be a tight squeeze. Yeah. Did you uh, get rid of all of your physical games? I did, and I got wow. $80. <laughs> How
0: many did you get rid of?
1: Uh, shit, let me... I don't have the receipt on me, oh. uh, but there was, like, I want to say a dozen PS3 games. Oh. Uh two or three Xbox One games and maybe about six or seven PlayStation 4 games and then maybe yeah. oh, wait maybe there was like there were five Wii U games too I got you
0: man should have tried to save it until you got up here Once, uh, just press play that they would have gave you way more dude yeah
1: uh, I'm, dude the whole point was to not have to carry them with me true yeah. like I wasn't even bothered by the amount of money they gave me uh, I just put it on a Steam gift card mm. And uh there's a Steam sale going on right now. Uh not sure if anyone here go. is aware that plays uh, PC games, but I do, and that's where I've been putting that money. Picked up a few things. You know, I can't resist buying more video games. It's just unbelievable. It, unbelievable. Is it though? Is it un- at this point is it unbelievable? I think I'm just, I think it's just the status quo with me. I just always buy new video games. And I always start new video games. Yeah. And I never finish them. Well, no. I, I don't finish them until it is completely irrelevant what I think of them. Like a year or a year and a half later after they've been released. Uh-huh. Because guess what, Tyler? I started Neo. I fucking started Neo. How how is that? Tell me about it. It is a it is a good video game. People have talked about it in the same conversation as Souls-like games. And while it carries some of those mechanics, such as like when you die, you have to go retrieve your shit from your last body. I forget exactly what it's called. I think it's called Amorite or something like Amorite, uh, or something <laughs> like that. Um. But yeah, it's it's got those same mechanics, but it's got a lot more check, many more checkpoints. Um, mm, the combat good. seems a lot easier, like a lot at least early on. Uh, I've pretty much figured out all the enemies so far, and the boss took me about like the boss took me about three tries. But the short the the distance between like the spawn and the boss was not that far at all. Like there were maybe two or three regular enemies in between me and them. So it wasn't a big deal to go back and try it again. Uh, It's, I don't know, I feel it's very forgiving, and it's not at all, not nearly as hard as any of the Souls games, from what I've experienced.
0: Yeah, from what I've seen in that game, it's way more
1: intriguing. What's that? It's a lot more loot-driven, too. Like, you get all these drops and shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, there is a way to grind your way to making it easy. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's probably, I think you could say the same thing about Dark Souls or Bloodborne or something. I mean, it might be grindier, but I mean, you could spend time just farming the same shit over and over again until you level up five, six, I feel like, times. I feel
1: like in Blood, at least Bloodborne, like, I'm not saying Bloodborne's any harder, but I feel like it doesn't matter how much you level yourself. If you make a mistake, like, even True. though, like you're gonna get punished. You're gonna get fucking killed, even by like one of those fucking yeah. flying crow motherfuckers. If one of those get gets caught in your beak, and they're just little shits that take like one hit, but if you let one of them jump up yep. on you and start yep. pecking your eyes out, you're fucking yeah. done.
0: See, Bloodborne appealed to me way more because the setting in the combat is just like way more fast paced and everything. I, I watched Dark Souls. I'm like, this is this looks neat, but like. I don't know. I, I like the more fast paced, action oriented combat because I like those sort of games. And Neo seems like that sort of thing. Like, it, it is an intriguing game to me. I just i have never picked it up, but hey, with a sequel coming out. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Like I think time. I think you would like Neo. If you liked Bloodborne, I think this is going to be even more up your alley because it, it is more forgiving and there is it is fast paced like you can choose weapons that are fast paced like there're like dual swords. Um mm-hmm. there's some I don't know exactly all the weapons, but you can like basically use tonfas like and it's... it it feels, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever
0: played. Did you ever play the Ninja Gaiden games back on the original Xbox?
1: Uh, did they come out on PlayStation 2?
0: No. Okay, uh, then I probably the, didn't. I the first remember. one didn't. The set, no. They they eventually all came out on PS3. Now okay. that I remember. Um, but, yeah. Because uh, that, you know, I, I played the shit out of that first game back on the original Xbox back in the day. And it was like this punishing game that was very combat driven, very action oriented. If you made a mistake, you'd get your ass. kicked. That game was really, really hard. I played the living shit out of it. I beat it multiple times. And like, I was extremely good at it. I picked up a copy of it because it it's uh backwards compatible on xbox one now yeah popped it in dude got my ass handed to me i'm like man i used to be really good at video games when
1: i was younger yeah i don't understand some of this stuff oh man uh yeah i think i really think you would like neo yeah Uh. probably I love fast-paced character action games like that. Yeah, like, this one's like fast-paced. Like, there's are... there's a mechanic, like, where if you do your combo, at the end of your combo, like, there's this thing where you, like, press R1 to, like, recover all, basically, your stamina. They call it key in this. But, like, if you time it perfectly, you restore pretty much almost all of it. Like, it's it's not all of it. It's more like 75%, but, like, that's a makes a huge difference in the flow of combat.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I think it's made by the same team that made Ninja Gaiden. Hmm. Three, two,
1: I'd have two. to uh I'd have to Koei, do a little bit of research.
0: Koei Tecmo?
1: Yes, Koei Tecmo does a lot of different things though. I'm not sure if I, I'm oh, not I think that's a multi studio we'll thing.
0: Back. Well us up to make sure Make sure I ain't wrong. Team Ninja. That's who I'm thinking mm. of. Team fucking ninja. Koei Tecmo does the Dynasty Warrior games. That's who I'm thinking of. Hmm. And Neo is developed by Team Ninja. Yes. Yep. Yep. Alright. There we go
1: yeah I yeah it's I'm having fun with it and I think I'm going to continue playing it once I get settled in back up there Tyler what have you been playing I know we played some we played some Destiny some more Destiny 2 together we did
0: yeah that was fun uh ran some of the tougher strikes heroic strikes um i had a i mean i had a damn good time playing it because uh, i mean some of those boss fights were very hard
1: hmm. yeah
0: in, in a way like the the whole the one uh strike the will will of the thousands that's new with the yeah yeah with the worm
1: god yeah like
0: it's not necessarily hard you just really have to communicate with each other and make sure that like oh i'm getting sworn by two knights someone come help pick me up and also just paying attention to
1: like what's happening because you get caught up in the fight and then you don't realize oh shit they're doing the thing where the floor is lava and right oh gosh yes and and so
0: that that was just a lot of fun to play that that boss went. I, I enjoyed that strike way more that's the second time that I played it I enjoyed it way more having some you know people to communicate with uh, so that, that was great um, I'm up to 370 light which is awesome
1: or power level so whatever I, I played a little bit more uh, yesterday uh, and I'm up to 351 on now finally nice nice yeah i'm probably gonna hop on after
0: we finish this to because all the stuff resets today oh, oh well maybe, <laughs> like all maybe the, i'll do that too yeah I, I saw keith is on so maybe we can just keep it going um and and banging a ton of stuff out but iron banner was back uh that that was fun to play uh i had some really great matches in it i mean you and i played a few that were a little on the depressing side yeah. especially the one that we were winning the whole time and then just got trucked at the end um but yeah i mean it's cool i i like iron banner and i like 6v6 just as much as i like 4v4 like i I'm not very picky on it, to be honest with you. Um,
1: so, but Iron Banner has some cool. Iron stuff. Banner's to like 200 points, right? I, um,
0: I, I think, No. Oh no, um, I'm t-
1: 125. Okay, so I was playing a different mode then. I think it must must have just been like quick play. But I played a game of quick play to 200 points or something, and I won by one fucking point. Wow! One point. It was wow. 200 to 199. It, uh, like, that's a mm, that's as yeah. close as it gets. Yeah, and, and see, I find
0: that that happens a lot more than other games in in Destiny too. Like, I, I feel like I have very competitive matches most of the time which is cool and I see comebacks happen more often too uh, which which is also really good and and you know because I feel like if you go play like I don't know, of duty like it, it's almost a one-sided affair most of the time like the team that's winning is probably going to end up winning the whole, the match you know the team is leading the most they're going to win Where I feel like in Destiny you could get someone going on a run you could because there's also strategy involved like especially if you're playing control like let's go get another point and then I'm going to pop my super I just take out three dudes at six points pretty damn quick uh, where they're not the other team's only going to be getting one point mm-hmm. you know so there's strategy there that i i i enjoy a lot out of destiny's multiplayer and yeah i mean i'm getting up there i mean the end game to me is is doing at least a raid lair and i would love to do a prestige nightfall just for the hell of it i know that's probably going to be a massive pain in the ass um, but the raid layers—they're only like two hours long, yeah, pretty much. So it's not—it's not a massive affair like the other raids are, even though they're—they're they're cool. Um, it's just this new raid from everything that I heard about it. Just does not sound like it's the most fun thing to do with a team. Um, yeah, Destiny Two it's neat it's getting there for sure and I think it'll be way better in the fall just like Destiny 1 was when it launched with it's first big expansion it's unfortunate that we had to get to this point um in that we weren't where we should be at you know from the start but
1: I'm glad I took a break I'm glad I took like uh what what like almost 6 to 8 month break from Destiny
0: 2 exactly it's it's not it's not a game that you need to be playing literally non-stop like i took a break from december to may so i mean that's like what 5 6 months there and you know that felt really good and it felt good to come back to it and just have fun you know once a week pretty much just say fuck it i'm going to just spend a few hours just playing destiny tonight cuz that's fun mm-hmm. and now i'm done i'm going to go do other things so otherwise i'm trying to think of what i played i don't i think that's the big playstation game that i played because i have been playing some switch stuff played that mario tennis aces which is which is a lot of fun to play I'll say that it's it's story mode isn't really great, but I love the the tennis action. I'll say that it's really great to play with like friends and stuff. So I played some of that. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff. Oh, I saw The Incredibles 2 over the weekend. Uh, That was a good movie. Uh, I felt like it got to a good point. And it stayed there the entire movie. Like, it didn't go to, like, extremely high highs, but it didn't dip down either. Like, it was just a good, consistent two hours. Saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh. That that was way better than the first one. And it had some very intense moments, uh, especially in the latter half of the movie. Had some very dumb, corny moments, just bad writing at times and just overly dramatic things. Uh, but, I mean it's it was a dumb fun two hours and you know uh i I, if you like those movies and you just want to see dinosaurs then go see it because why not um watch that west world
1: yeah i've been hearing things about it yeah,
0: like the season two finale fucked me up in that, like, I just kept thinking about it because it was so, especially the second half of it was so confusing, so confusing to watch at first. Uh, it, but then it, it, you finish it and you're like, what did I just watch? And you start piecing everything together and you're like, wow, wow, wow that's pretty awesome uh and the way that it leaves off for for season three is like hmm it's a neat show i think uh, the first season is one of my favorite seasons of tv i've ever seen um i mean the second season was good for sure yeah did that Watch that Lost in Space on Netflix, finish that too. That's that's also very fun. So like I said, I've been watching a lot of stuff. Also watched Harry Potter and The Order of the Phoenix. Have you watched these movies?
1: I have not watched the Harry Potter movies.
0: See, I I never did, and and everybody always talks about them, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to give them a shot. They're all on HBO, every single one of them. I'm going to watch them, and I'm enjoying them so far. I'm not – like the world is really neat. A lot of the characters are neat. Um, I'm not like a, going to be turning into a Harry Potter super fan anytime soon. Um, like I'm not amazed by it right now, you know, maybe when I finish all of them, cause I only have three movies left, but yeah, it's fun. Mm. Uh, and I'm, I mean, right now I'm also downloading the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit,
1: which I got so to I'm play like maybe 20, 30 minutes of it before we started recording here. Yeah. How is it? I have a feeling it's going to make it's going to hit a little bit too hard for me because mm. it's about about this kid and his dad and they lost he lost his mother in a way and it's yeah. and like there's a there there are parallels to my life that I don't like to right. revisit because it hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through it because I, I feel like I need to.
0: Yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll come out of it,
1: you know, obviously I don't know how it is
0: because I'm just telling maybe you come out of it with a positive experience or something. Feeling, yeah, I, I hope so. Feeling like, better, you know, who knows how it ends, but it's, I can, yeah. I it's a that.
1: dad trying to do his best mm-hmm. in like the worst part of his life. I got you. So... I got you. Yeah, and
0: adult I, I nods, especially at least with the Life is Strange games, they're not afraid to uh, hit some themes that most games don't really tackle, you know, which I appreciate from that. I, I'm looking forward to playing that for sure.
1: Yeah, there there seems to be a lot to do in in this. Like a lot of it is like early on is there's a huge exploration bit where like there it isn't really a story progressing much you're actually just learning more about like this kid and his dad like just exploring the world it isn't necessarily told to you directly you have to go around root around in some stuff like there are like letters laying around and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff but yeah i I think i really enjoy what that team does yeah me too Which, I mean...
0: Speaking of that team really quick. Life is Strange Season 2 starts September 27th. Oh, yeah. You can go pre-order it now if you want it. uh, I believe... So the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, at least on the PlayStation store, it's pretty damn hard to find right now. Cause it's labeled as a demo. Like I was searching for it in multiple ways on PSN. It was like so hard to find. Um, if you go, if you want to just play Captain Spirit, try it out, go to life is go to pre-orders. Then life is strange Two, And it'll be down at the bottom as a demo. That's probably the quickest way to get to it. But I saw life is strange too. Uh, is going to be $40 At least Mm. the whole season is going to be Which is definitely more expensive than the first one I'm not complaining I mean, I would have absolutely Paid $40 for Life is Strange I think I got it on sale for like 10 bucks, The whole thing or something like that So, you know, hopefully it'll it'll be worth it They said uh, August Is when we will get more About it My guess is maybe Gamescom Gamescom is in August
1: Yeah, that makes sense it
0: feels like a weird show to maybe reveal that sort of stuff, and like it would maybe get drowned out by smaller things. But
1: I mean, to be honest, like, and these companies these days, they'll just have their own live stream scheduled for yeah. some time, and they'll just talk about it there.
0: Yeah. Which is why E three is a little weird sometimes. We need to think about it. I
1: feel like E three is for just like the big hitting, like the big trip, the, the, the capital triple A mm-hmm. stuff. To show yeah. off there
0: but don't you think like sony's conference would have been better if they just did it a in, in nintendo direct style and just hit play here's 40 an hour of stuff
1: yeah it it was i, I think it would have been we could, just as effective we could talk a lot about how strange sony approached their uh, e3 this year yeah I think yeah
0: I, I think next year's E3 I mean I know we're like as far away as we can here's my one prediction in next year's E3 <laughs> okay right?
1: okay E3 2019
0: will either blow our fucking minds or Or just be very strange and what I mean by that is I feel like there was a lot of stuff kind of held back this year because we're getting into this weird space of like is there going to be new consoles if so when you know and and they don't want to announce too early on like new things like that Um, so I feel next year it's either we'll get start we'll start to get hit with a lot of those things in truly, like, next-gen titles, or companies are still gonna keep holding back, and it's just gonna feel really fucking weird. Kind of like E3 2012, I think it was, where, like, everybody was expecting hardware announcements. We didn't get them at all, and so it was like, ah, this is a little weird, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there were still cool games, but it, was, it just felt a little weird. And then the next year, you know, Sony and Microsoft had their events, and we are here. Um, so I, I just feel like there will be no middle ground for next year's E3. It, it'll just feel strange and held back or it'll just blow our fucking minds off. And Sony's in a position to possibly blow our fucking minds.
1: Yeah, if yeah, there are they have a handful of games that I would really like to see more of, like, you know, Ghost yep. of Tsushima. I'd yeah. love to see more of that game. Of course Last of Us Two. And then, you know, there's, there's, I think there are other things. I think, how many more years until we see, hmm, next year would be early to see God of War stuff. Yeah, but the year absolutely. after But I could see them putting out just a cinematic trailer or some bullshit like that. <laughs>
0: maybe do you think next year would be too early to see like a horizon 2 and the sequel to horizon zero dawn trying to think of why are we trying
1: to predict next e3 we just got done with e3 why
0: not because it's always fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, it's always fun to predict that stuff and then just be wrong 90 percent of the time
1: yes (laughs) Because we wish for things that just aren't going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, burnout. I want burnout. I'm never getting burnout again, and that bums me the fuck out. Nope, you're not. Hmm. Oh, well. We're probably never going to get Final Fantasy VII's remake, but according to Square Enix... Tetsuya Nomura says it's proceeding smoothly and that the reason we aren't seeing it is because of marketing for Kingdom Hearts 3 and other things Do you, Final Fantasy 7 Remake already was announced for PlayStation 4 correct? I remember like the announcement Ooh. that it'll be on PlayStation 4 I don't believe that I don't either I really don't
0: i i don't see this game being out till 2020 at the earliest maybe it'll be on ps4 still but i feel like we'll at least have the announcement of new hardware by then if not the the hardware will maybe be out i don't know but yeah i i it's not going to be a ps4 game <laughs> definitely not and, and he admitted that they probably announced it too early but they felt like too many people were finding out in the industry that they were working on this game so they they announced it which hey all the credit for that but at the same time like fuck It's so far away, it feels like. It's like Bethesda announcing Starfield or Elder Scrolls 6 to me. Like, it's so far away, and we're going to talk about it over and over again so many
1: times. Well, at least they didn't put years on that, or at least they, they didn't even attach consoles to those games.
0: True. Yeah, I mean, they did say Next Generation. So, that is true. Yeah. I I also wonder, like, do you think Final Fantasy Seven remake will still be episodic? Remember that? When they announced that. Yeah, I I, I don't um... know if, I really don't know if it will.
1: I see, I can see it happening considering like how they experimented with it with Final Fantasy Fifteen adding like episodes to the existing Final Fantasy Fifteen thing. I feel like they're they have a pipeline to release things iteratively, but I, like, I don't know. It's, I'm not sure if it makes sense in this way. Well, uh, it's not, it, they'll label it a Final Fantasy VII remake. All that's going to ha- be there is, oh, it's generally the story of Final Fantasy VII, but it's not really that game. It's not really okay. a remake of that game. It's, well, it's. It's kind of hard to hard to explain, but it's not necessarily a remake of the game. It is just a retelling of that game's story in a new game. That, that's how I kind of that's how I kind of see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and also like I know he's busy wrapping up Kingdom Hearts three, but like. Namira doesn't really ship a lot of games anymore. Like, I'm actually really shocked that he stayed on Kingdom Hearts 3 until the end. You know, he was on Final Fantasy XV way back in the day and saw what happened with that one. Um, it's I just feel like it's been a very, very long time since he actually shipped, like, a major, major title. So i mean cool that he's still tied to this right now but
1: he's a weird dude i he's feel done like some good things but so, recently i don't know strangely i feel like since they've announced the final fantasy 7 remake i've been hearing less and less like people wanting a final fantasy 7 remake yeah it's it's really oh. strange
0: I think also that footage that they showed, while cool, you know, there's a lot of people out there that probably still want it to be a turn-based game and don't want the combat to be, like, 15. I don't know. So I feel like that kind of hurt them a little bit.
1: Yeah, but even so, I'm not not even hearing those people say, I want an old-school Final Fantasy 7 remake. That i could, that's not a thing that I'm hearing from people. Yeah. Gosh, we
0: got that footage at what PSX? When was that? 20, was that 2016?
1: Oh, was it 2016? Yeah. I see. I've I I was at that show and I still don't remember. One, yeah, which I, I which think it was, it was
0: 2016 that we got that. And it was like, wow, okay, maybe this game is going to be out a little bit quicker than we thought. And
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. right. You're right. That was 2016.
0: Because that was the year that they ended by announcing Paragon. <laughs> which RIP Paragon. Yeah, that
1: was a weird move. But Epic is doing just fucking fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, fucking Fortnite, man! I've been seeing people buying buying skins, not just entire skins, just buying like the helmets, the like the head skins for fifteen bucks.
0: Yeah, those those things individually are very pricey. Yeah, like very pricey.
1: Yeah, uh, gotta pay that uh epic tax or. I don't know man it's it's very weird to me that those items are that expensive, yeah, especially considering yeah. like a lot of kids play this game ah, right,
0: Well, they wanna also have you just buy the battle pass instead, buy it over and over and over again, mm-hmm.
1: But then you buy the Battle Pass and you start buying skins and then you get really into the rabbit hole. And then you realize that, oh, shit, I associated this account with Sony, so I can't play on other. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so you're screwed. Yeah, we are. We already talked about that last week, but damn, that situation sucks. Does. And it's not even like you can you you can't even disconnect your profile and then use that. You just can't do it nope it's your your account is tainted by being associated with a psn account yeah lame speaking of tainted things telltale's old engine finally going away in favor of unity a more commonly used game engine i'm happy to see this yeah me too at least unity gets you know updated and uh you know, it 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 gets modernized, unlike Telltale's like whatever their proprietary engine was for it, which was chugging. Yes, absolutely, and. It, uh,
0: it's it's about time. I mean, it is time. And I'm surprised they didn't do this a while ago. But I feel like they got very popular and then they just greenlit a shitload of projects. And they, I, you know, obviously it would slow them down to... Um, changeover engine so but this is a good time to do it and apparently their new stranger things game is going to be the first one to use their new engine Mm -hmm. unity so we'll see what happens with that unity makes sense you know very widely widely used but uh yeah telltale just has not been doing good recently um, I, I, so I just feel I like said, every game has just been downhill of like not very much buzz around it
1: you know so I, I said a while ago that I would not play Telltale games until they change their engine and now I'm gonna have to fucking eat uh, I'm gonna have to eat my pride and play some Telltale games now I I did not necessarily like a lot of the Telltale games that I did play I'm not even a big fan of The Walking Dead games. Like, the first two seasons of The Walking Dead, I didn't really like those all that much. I... I don't know. Like, there were only, like, two that I liked, and that's The Wolf Among Us and uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Those are the only two ones that I really, really liked. Everything else that I played from Telltale, I just... I don't know. I hope... Right. I hope, as as they are changing engines they also like make the games a little bit better like i hope the new engine allows them to do more creative things because i feel like they've been falling behind in that kind of uh narrative focused decision based game
0: yeah there's a good report here by variety on on telltale and i find this fascinating here um The culture of the studio became suffocating. Once described, one source described the organization has been having a creative bottleneck. They shot down a lot of very clear slam dunk ideas, one source says. They had a very narrow idea of what Telltale projects should be. They often seemed to miss why people liked the games. Uh, The engine was causing its own share of struggles. It wasn't getting any better, leading to development challenges and performance problems inside suggest that between technical problems and telltale fatigue, the studio's last three releases, Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Batman the Enemy Within, are some of the worst performing games the studio has ever launched, including Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventures. That blows my mind, because those are three massive properties that... You know, you, th- you think even though the engine has its problems, they would still draw in their, their the audience because, you know, that's those properties. But clearly that didn't even work either a shame it's shame but but i really hope they rebound apparently the final season of The walking dead is going to be uh the last game in this engine uh and i feel like that is something that people will be looking forward to just because of what the walking dead did to narrative video games uh a few years ago and you know people are just like clementine they're looking forward to how her story ends i know i am Mm, yeah I, but, but I, I, I really hope that they can rebound with successful projects like I'm really looking forward to the Wolf Among Us season 2 Yeah, because and I hope it's good
1: the first one left off in a place where I really really want to know yeah. what happened because, like that was a huge cliffhanger at the end of the first season of the Wolf Among Us and it's been so long since we've since that and finally going to get a payout for that you know yeah Uh, tyler how about you i'm going to get very angry at this next story about black ops 4 tyler allow me to be angry go ahead and tell them tell the people
0: Black Ops 4's DLC to be sold exclusively in the season pass. And the season pass is currently available only in the special editions.
1: Fucking um, what? Yeah. God damn it.
0: So this comes from Polygon. Um The story is a few weeks old, but you know it's. I feel now that we're past. It broke basically right before E3, so now we're past E3. We gotta talk about this. So, here's what you get in Black Ops Season Pass. It's called the Black Ops Pass. Four new multi, four all new zombie experiences, twelve multiplayer maps, four exclusive Blackout characters. Blackout being. Their um, battle royale mode. Oh, you can only buy that with the one hundred dollar digital deluxe edition, the one hundred and twenty dollar pro edition, or the one hundred and thirty dollar digital deluxe enhanced edition. How you cannot buy it separately, and as of right now, they are not going to sell the DLC separately like they have in the past, at least for 15 bucks a pop. Um, and they said this this is this cracks me up. We're redefining the digital content season for Call of Duty Black Ops 4 by delivering more content with more frequency.
1: Why Why yeah. wouldn't you just sell this separately so if you bought the standard edition and then decided you liked it, you could just buy the fucking season pass instead of buying the whole fucking game over again to get the goddamn season pass? The fuck? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The contents in the Black Ops Pass may only be purchased as a bundle, the, pub- the publisher said in its FAQ. Um... They did say that it will sell the Black Ops Pass on its own at a later date. What well, my guess is is that they're trying to just get as much money as possible out of a single person at launch. Uh, and maybe it's out of fear of we don't have as much content in this game the people like multiplayer are going to want more of it they're going to want more maps they're going to want more zombie experiences they have to buy this and we have to get a hundred dollars out of every one of those people that want to get it now i think whether it's sold bundled or separate you're going to get the money from those people anyways but it, it just it doesn't make sense. It's a dumb move. It's a greedy move. Honestly,
1: how the fuck do they think they can get away with this when Battlefield is doing literally the opposite?
0: I know. I know. When every multiplayer game is doing literally the opposite, if I feel. And they're going to have microtransactions in it too, all that stuff. Why not? Loot boxes. They have to. They, they have to have it all in there. But, like, I, I, all the Battle Royale stuff, I think it's fucked up that they're selling Battle Royale, the characters behind, the character classes behind the season pass, you know, whether they're cool or not. I, I don't really care. Like, I feel like that stuff needs to be free. And we talked about this when they revealed Black Ops 4. Like... I feel they have to change their business model if they want it to have a thriving battle royale mode that's going to survive. But clearly, they don't give a flying fuck about that. You know, I, I just feel like they could just sell cosmetics as deals as uh, microtransactions and be fine. They would totally be fine. They would make. They could sell the game, sell those money, money in the bank, as the kids say. You know, just doesn't make sense to me. It's it's just a short-sighted. It's an old-school move. When literally every publisher of shooters in multiplayer stuff is moving away from that to keep the community together and playing all at the same time, and to keep the community coming back when they drop, you know, a new character, a new map, or whatever that they want to try out, and it's all free. You know, you, you would think, you know, they're trying to do so much like overwatch that they would look at overwatch and be like okay yeah they're selling loot boxes they're all all only cosmetic though and every time they drop a map every time they drop a new character every time they they have an event people come flooding back to this game and then they buy these exclusive loot boxes with these exclusive skins it might be a little Little swirly, but they could do that same exact thing if they wanted to, and just be fine if they needed to make a shitload of money. Ah,
1: ah, that's dumb to me. To quote Drake, "I'm upset." I, I don't know. I, I,
0: Black Ops 4 is not very high on my I want to play this list, but it is very high. It, it's not very high on my I'm going to pick this up list. It is a little bit high on my interest level only because of the Battle Royale. Like, I want to see what it's like, but I could just watch that on YouTube whenever the game drops or whenever they reveal it. I want to play the zombies. I, I legitimately want to play that. Okay. and I like the Black Ops multiplayer, but... Battlefield looks so much more enticing to me this year, and so does almost every game this fall. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We have have some time between now and then. We have some time. But in between now and then, video games are going to keep releasing every goddamn week because that's just how video games are. And this week, there are just too many on this list. There are just too fucking many. I'm scrolling. I shouldn't have to scroll yeah. this much. Oh my goodness. God fucking damn it. Oh my I'll god. I'll start us off here. Wow. Atomine, a PlayStation 4 digital game. <coughs> Atomine is a twin stick procedural roguelite shooter set in a virtual world with minimalist design. Okay, I'm not lying. That that's actually sounds like my shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a neat art style there. Uh, Next up is The Crew 2, PS4 Digital and Retail.
1: They did it again.
0: In The Crew 2, take on the American motorsports scene as you explore and dominate the land, air, and sea of the United States in one of the most exhilarating open
1: worlds ever created. That's some bold Mm, mm, words. Esper is the next video game on the list here. It's a PlayStation VR game. As one of a small number of citizens who have been endowed with the power to move objects with their minds, you have been enrolled enrolled by the government to undertake a series of tests to show that you are in control of your powers. Sounds like Stranger Things to me. Yeah. Uh, Even
0: Tide 3, Legacy of
1: Legends on PS4.
0: Step into the shoes of Mary Gilbert, world-renowned botanist and guardian of the fern flower to once again explore the mythical realm of
1: Slavic fables. Hmm. All right. Oh, God. They're re-releasing Far Cry 3. Sure. Far Cry 3 Classic Edition. Re-experience Far Cry 3 Classic Edition. Create your own adventure in a single-player open world. Island of danger and discovery as you journey through the dark side of humanity. Huh. Huh. I loved Far Cry 3, and Mm -hmm. that was a great game. I didn't realize it wasn't already on PlayStation 4. Yeah. Next
0: up is Fighting EX Layer, PS4. Arika's classic EX characters come together once again for another intense battle, featuring the new Gyuji system that redefines the basics of fighting games.
1: All right. Get ready for grave danger coming to PlayStation 4. Wanted, dead and alive. I'm wanted, it, wanted. It. Dante, Malice, and dead Elliot have all, begin, have all been cast as outlaws and it's up to you to help them clear their names in a world that wants you both dead and alive. There's no rest for the living and or the unliving. Next up is Hajwala,
0: PS4. The best game in the Ara- Arabian Gulf. Enjoy stunts in drifting style called Hajwala. Customize your car the way you want and design your driver character as you like. Mm.
1: All right. Next up is Ikaruga. Ooh. Ikaruga is a unique shooting game with white and black polarity. Switch polarity and absorb enemy bullets. Defeat three enemies of the same color in succession.
0: Next up is The Journey Down, Chapter 2, PS4. Far below, the noisy metropolis of St. Armando. Buana follows in the footsteps of his lost father, together with Kito and Nina. In their search for the mysterious underland, they discover a dark conspiracy shrouding the fate of Captain Kauanadodo.
1: I don't know how to say that. What? Mm. What? Okay. Whatever. Let's move on. An old game now. coming to PlayStation 4. The King of Fighters Collection, The Orochi Saga. A PS2 classic. Featuring most of the extensive King of Fighters collection ever. This compilation contains five complete games. King of Fighters... King of Fighters 94, 95, 96, 97, and 98 Shit! jump into the original King of Fighters story arc featuring the beginning of the series' most famous rivalry, the feud between Kaya Kusanagi and Iori Yagami.
0: Sounds like a pretty damn solid collection. Next up is a game that's probably going to get people oh, raging yeah. hard. Luminous Remastered on PS4. Luminous Remastered brings minimalism to the puzzle genre, where the fusion of light and sounds set the stage for two color falling block for the two for a two color falling block experience in HD and 4K.
1: Mm, give me that 4K Luminous. Yeah.
0: Luminous. I feel became like one of the defining games on the PSP
1: when it launched. I'm gonna play it again. I yeah. think I've played has was it a PlayStation Portable exclusive? Has I thought it released on something else because I remember playing it and I didn't own a That's PSP.
0: Good question. I'll look that up. Maybe right. it came well, to Xbox Live?
1: While you do that, I'll read the next game. Next up Hero on PlayStation 4, fight, die, win, and probably die some more. Next up, Hero is a dungeon crawler featuring hand-drawn heroes that hack, slash, bongo drum, boomerang, and jet their way through the ventures. Through Venture. Eh, not the Venture. Capital V Ventures, man. That's a proper noun. What you got yeah. for me?
0: Um there's apparently been a lot of luminous games luminous puzzle fusion on PSP Hmm. Uh, luminous plus on PS2 luminous live on Xbox 360 luminous 2 on PSP luminous puzzle music mobile on the phone there was a luminous supernova on PS3 in 2008 Another mobile one, Luminous Electronic Symphony on Vita, another one for iOS, and then Luminous Remastered. So there's been a few.
1: I think I might have played uh, the Android version of Luminous Puzzle and Music. Mm -hmm.
0: Luminous 8. It feels well. I mean, it's been such a long time, long time since I played it. It looks a lot like Tetris in a way, like there's falling blocks and stuff like that. But it's a lot more flashy and exciting. Mm. The Night Journey, PS4. Explore a vast, mysterious landscape on a spiritual journey. Immerse yourself in a visual artwork of intentionally of, <laughs> of internationally acclaimed media artist Bill Viola and the interactive designs of the award-winning team at the USC Game Innovation Lab.
1: Correct. Hmm. Oh, boy, there are, there are more games, Tyler, here. Uh, let's, let's get ready for them. Um, next up is a Psychedelica of the Ashen Hawk. In a town ruled by opposing clans and overshadowed by superstition and legend, a child is born with the dreaded mark of a witch. She conceals her identity until the theft of a mysterious relic brings to light a series of staggering revelations. It's a Vita game. Yeah. They're still making Vita games
0: them uh, them graphic no- novels you know what i mean mm-hmm. here's another vita game rainbow skies on ps4 ps3 vita it's all cross by Damn. Rainbow Skies is a fantasy RPG with turn-based battles and a humorous story. Immerse yourself in a colorful and vibrant world filled to the brim with friends and foes, murky dungeons, turn-based battles, towns, shops,
1: and everything else your role-playing heart desires. All right. Seems like we're getting some more role-playing here. Realms of Arcania. Star Trail. Star Trail is a remake of Realms of Arcania's classic sequel. They don't know how to do pl- pluralize there. And that's... Oh, uh, that's, uh... No, wow. <laughs> this hardcore RPG features dozens of talents and spells, distinct races and character classes, as well as a challenging isometric turn-based combat system. All right. Next up
0: is salaryman escape vr oh yeah salaryman escape is an edgy satirical vr physics puzzle game where the player must use skill intact to help a disgruntled salaryman
1: escape his life mm. that's funny
0: <laughs> that's a pretty funny idea yeah
1: oh, slime son super slime edition Slime song Super Slime Edition includes all three major campaigns, as well as some brand new, exclusive levels and features. I that I totally thought that was continuing there. Happy sliming, everybody!
0: Happy sliming! This artwork just makes me very uncomfortable for some reason. Really? Just the faces, the colors. I I don't know. Nah, I'll pass. How about Super Kids Racing on PS4? Mm. Mm. Get ready for the ultimate racing adventure. Face eight challenges with one hundred different cars in a game that both you and the family will enjoy. Well, Very kitty-looking artwork. I love too.
1: Cars. I love engines. But I believe the heart oh, is the only engine yes. and a bike is the proper Bicycles. vehicle. Yeah. Tour de France 2018 is out on PlayStation 4. Embody the greatest champions and hit the official track of the Tour de France 2018. Enjoy all the intensity of this legendary race. Attack, follow the best trajectories, and carry out the finest racing tactics to lead your team to victory and earn the mythical yellow jersey, LCL.
0: Oh shit. That's it. It's a yeah. lot of games. Um, you can watch Aisle Dogs if you want. That has a really neat art style. Hmm. how's that world cup treating you
1: yo there has been some fucking drama in the world cup man like has there argentina almost got knocked out today that's what i heard they just barely scraped in um shit man like the whole situation between the portugal and spain like who was going in first and second got really weird because of some very late goals that happened close together Ooh. and some penalties that uh, were missed or weren't given man it's it's this is the greatest World Cup that uh, this is the best World Cup I've seen and just today was the first day that we uh, got a 0-0 score which is the longest it's ever taken for a 0-0 score to co- come in so there's, there have been a lot of goals this World Cup wow. it's been exciting to watch
0: yeah I've not really watched any of it. I've just heard a, heard a lot about it.
1: The games are all
0: on at like eight in the morning.
1: Yeah, that's what happens when it's on the other side of the world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they gotta put it on for me, man. Yo, they I play it seven at night over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: shit, like,
0: man. Who's the team to beat? Who's the It's best hard team? to
1: tell. It's really hard to tell this year. <laughs> Like, Germany doesn't look like themselves. France looks like they're just there to, like, they're. France looks like they're there just to take care of business. They aren't there for flair or to beat teams by a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. So, I. They're my team. They're my pick. I think they're going to win it all. But, man, there are a lot of teams out there performing very well. Mexico is performing extremely well. Uh, yeah, it's. It's going to be a very interesting. Uh, tournament once it comes to the elimination stage yeah how's the united states doing uh not in it um uh, <laughs> they fucked up their qualifying that's totally on them yeah
0: will we be in it because 2026 which my goodness 2026
1: yeah uh yeah you, The host, host yeah host nations will automatically get uh automatically qualify
0: oh okay i didn't know that okay yeah so will we be in it do you think we'll make it 2022 Uh,
1: i hope so i yeah after being embarrassingly not making it this time i i hope they get their fucking act together there are a lot of young players that i've been watching especially in the mls uh that have been developing very well and i i feel like in 2022 they're going to be in their prime and they're going to that might actually be our year to make it pretty far in the tournament. That and the 2026 one. Like we're we're primed to. The United States men's national team is primed to uh, do very well in those tournaments.
0: Yeah, I would love if we got our shit together and waltz some ass into football. I mean, it is a really neat tournament. You know, it, it has an Olympic-like feel in a way because it only happens every four years. It's a lot of different nations all over the world competing at a high level. Like, it is neat. I know? feel
1: like there's a lot of drama in the World Cup. Like, mm-hmm. between like different teams, Like there are a lot more rivalries that come up in the World Cup yeah. than you traditionally see in, in an Olympic, Olympic uh, scene.
0: I wish like uh, I know they have like the FIBA but I wish that was like a bigger deal for like basketball because well, I would be I, if, I, I like you know if it basketball. wasn't just
1: America winning yeah I know exactly like I wish with like their third string teams team.
0: <laughs> yeah I wish more more uh, teams could compete in that because that would be really cool it's funny because like we dominate that one but we get our fucking ass kicked when it comes to the FIFA World Cup yeah
1: I don't know, yeah. I, I feel like uh, soccer is just the sport that most of the world is on board with.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird that it's like not super popular over here, but
1: like it's everywhere else. It's getting yeah. there, like fucking uh, it e- ESPN more more bought, all the time. you know it's big when ESPN fucking bought the broadcast rights for almost all the one all the MLS games. Like there are yeah. like a handful here or there that get sold off to a uh, Univision, but most of it is broadcast by ESPN with their new with their ESPN Plus subscription thing now, yeah. which really pisses yeah. me off. Yeah, but uh, I I fucking sub to it cause I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> watching How much my, is that? watching my New York Red Bulls. Oh shit! I don't I didn't look at the price. I think it's like between five and ten dollars a month. Oh, uh, okay. That's cheaper than I thought it would be. Hmm. I just, Cool. Speaking of things wa- we're watching, I just finished up Dragon Ball Super. Yeah? And How was that? Holy hell. I want them to make some more seasons Dragon Ball Super. What's
0: the difference between Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball Z?
1: Um, Like so they the new anime the new animation the new art style i like better i I feel like it's a lot sharper this is all new stuff yeah this is new new ish stuff like within the last five years recent okay
0: so do they still make new episodes of dragon ball z
1: no no dragon ball z has ended okay there's dragon ball gt but that's not canon we could get into this but we're not we're going okay. to we don't we don't host an anime <laughs> podcast we're not talking at an anime convention yeah. um but yeah drag i'm looking for another anime to watch i i've going i've started my hero academia but if any of you out there have some anime to recommend come at me pokemon i've watched well, I'm not going to watch the new Pokemon. I'm Yu-Gi-Oh. not. Yu-Gi-Oh is trash. I tried to go back and watch some Yu-Gi-Oh. I watched like the first 2 episodes of like old Yu-Gi-Oh and man, that shit is dog shit, man. That is just yeah. awful.
0: It really is.
1: Like I remember liking it and now I don't know why I fucking liked it. Mhm. Uh. I bought so many goddamn cards, too. Fuck. I know. Me, too. So useless. (laughs) So fucking useless. Yeah. Uh, That's going to do it for us. Uh, We'll see you next week. It's going to be a long, a little bit longer interval between episodes because of, you know, doing a Tuesday show. Uh, But we'll have plenty to talk about. We will probably be in the same room. We'll see how that goes. Uh, But, yeah, it's going to be Fun, fun, fun! You can find us. You can contact us at any time between now and then, via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com uh, You can find me at the Arctic Sloth everywhere on the internet. Oh wait, no! You can tweet us. Tweet! I, I'm getting all the order messed up because man, ah! <laughs> uh, you can tweet us at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth everywhere on the internet. You can find Tyler. And his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Y'all talking about some stuff over there on Plugged On Vids? Ah, oh, what we do? Talking about that? Yeah. Jurassic World or that Incredibles?
0: Yeah. We we talk about that. Um, gonna we'll talk about the new Bullet for My Valentine album. Comes out on Friday. Mm. And. Yeah, stuff and things.
1: All right. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, we're going to go play some Destiny 2. So until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and pick your ass. Fuck your cats. <laughs> what the fuck?